Hello and welcome to the Free Before Podcast, the podcast where three friends who had their dreams to be professional footballers dashed away as children. One of birth was confined to a wheelchair and the other two discovered food have their say on the Premier League. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sick, as you can hear in my voice, because it sounds a lot different than the way it used to or oh, previous episodes. Darren, how you did? I'm alright, thank you. Do you does it make it, is it distracting? Um, you know, just it just shows rain or shine, sickness and health, Tuesdays are podcast days, isn't it? Exactly, exactly right. Well put, my friend. Well put. Yeah, right. Much more joyous uh, intro than uh, the one last week where I pretty much gloated that. I got the intro right. By the way, I got it right again. Hi, Darren. Hi, Darren. Michael, how are you? I'm good. I'm not giving anyone that much praise today. Thank you very much. <laughs> now let's get on with the games, I'm yeah? Good. I'm not giving anyone praise. Let's, let's do this. Give thing. me praise, man. I got it right again. Oh, give me praise. <laughs> Say it louder so the, the mic can pick I'm you not, up. I'm not too happy right now. I haven't got a trim, so... You haven't secured the trim. I haven't secured the trim yet. Man. I can see the beard like below the bike. It's, the, no, the beard, it's looking good, my friend. The beard stays. The beard gets trimmed every okay. day, but I ain't got an actual trim. Okay. There the head. Yeah, yeah. Darren, of course, hasn't secured the trim. Yeah. My, my, my fresh trim, as you could clearly see Darren has on this a, audio Darren, podcast. Darren has don't help me. Like, don't, uh, don't do it. Darren don't do a, it. Darren hasn't <laughs> has secured the trim for like nine months, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going for the homeless look at the moment. Of course, of course. Anyway, you're not you're not here to hear us talk about our lack of fresh haircuts. You're here to listen to us discuss football. Being able to keep ourselves cleanly. Yeah, <laughs> which might explain why uh, only one of us has girlfriends at this moment in time. Yep, it wouldn't be the one you expect. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to? Do- oh. <laughs> oh, damn! By the way, I'm kind of seeing someone. Allow me. Oh, okay. May explain why this I'm isn't that type person. of podcast, guys. Sorry, sorry. Okay, just just so you know, as we're recording, Porto just taking the two one lead over Chelsea. Fantastic, and also still losing, right? Yep. There you go. It's, it's just not going well for the English teams in the, in the Champions League. But that's another story for another day. Or we could like discuss it later today. We could. Yeah, if we, we shall. If we get to full time, then yeah, why not throw it in there? Okay. Shit, I didn't even write down full, top bids. Uh, things I, we'll, we'll remember I, I know who's won it already, so I can just. It's Michael's segment. He's got it. He knows. You got I, it. I know who's got it. Got it. Cool. So. Let's start with uh, the first game. The uh, first game in the, of, in the weekend. Damn, I'm really sick. Tottenham Manchester City finished four one. Eric Dia got Eric Dia Alderweireld, Harry Kane, and Lamella got the score sheets for Tottenham. Whilst KDB got the first goal. Do what he's been doing recently. He's yeah, doing really well. I just remember, like, uh, I don't know if it was last week or a week before, I was saying how I don't know whether Eric Deere at defensive mid was going to work. Again, like the Bournemouth thing last week, I don't know anything. I don't get paid for my opinions. I chat shit because <laughs> clearly Eric Deere is a really good player. And I'm not talking about just his goal. I'm talking about his overall contribution in the game. Bear in mind... City had Yaratore, Fernando and Fernandino all at the pitch at one point and Eric Dier held his own and was one of the key men for Spurs in their, in their unbelievable victory against Spurs. Against Spurs? Against City. Um, Get your teams right, my friend. Yeah, right. He's also, a little known fact, Spurs' top goal scorer, which <laughs> <laughs> I don't know is whether that's really in his brief, but it's good to know that you can get a few goals from midfield. Spurs were just fantastic. Let's take away the two offside goals. Four. Two. Well, f- two for Spurs. Two goals were offside for Spurs. I'm okay. talking about Spurs' overall performance. Oh, no, f- three were for Spurs. No, Cade's was. Two, and two were for Spurs and one for City. Yeah. So oh, three goals. Dier offside, Cade offside, and, and uh, Kevin De Bruyne offside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, fair enough. Um, I'd just like to say... The strongest defence so far in the league with the youngest team in the league, which is almost a contradicting stat because you know, you're led to believe that you really need experienced heads at the back. Whereas the oldest people in um, in Spurs' team, I think it's Hugo Lloris, I think he's 28, 29. Yeah, so like in, that. In the, in the first 11, so it just shows how... Eric Lemelov as well... Um, create, he really showed created, up this game. Yeah, he's created 16 chances overall this season. Like he's He's really improving... He's really coming into his own. And Pochettino has them playing his style of football, the way that he likes with that high-pressing game, which works with the players that they've got. They're a lot more fit, a lot more ambitious, a lot more strong uh, outfit. And uh, this is just all shown in this performance. Get to the goals. First, City took the lead. With a great counter-attacking goal from uh, 
De Bruyne scored, of course. The pace of City okay. on the brick, they showed that the brick was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, yeah, bulldozer yeah. for the middle. Yeah. It's what he does best. Yeah. Well, when, he's, when he decides to show up, of course. I mean, yeah. Then uh, Walker was miles offside for some reason. Don't know why that did get The thing is, up. what I don't understand about that one, he was on the referee's near side. Yeah. And the referee didn't get it. Yep. But, you know, whatever. Got the ball to the box. Caballero. Good stop from, uh, I think it was Son. But then it somehow found its way to Dia and uh, he smashed it without impunity. Yeah. Great finish. Second half, pointless free kick was given away by Kolarov, would you say? Yeah. Which led to the, the K goal, even though that once again was offside. Having said that, that was a really, really good finish, but okay, it came to an awkward time. No. It was. No. It was. I, that was lucky. I think that was no, lucky. I think you've got to give credit where no, credit's you know, due. He um, came to him straight. Like, the way he hit it, when it bounced, he sort of adjusted his foot in the air. So it didn't, it didn't hit his... um. His like a shin, it hit him on the foot. Um, but the way he, I think he was thinking, is this going over or whatever? It was a good finish. Was a good yeah, finish. I mean, like, well. it, it was one of those chances that looked deceptively easy to miss, and he didn't. And the run of form that he's in, that was really important. That he didn't do that, so that's why I mean, it was a good finish. Like, it, it wasn't a completely easy chance to bury, despite the fact it was quote unquote an open goal. But questions need to be asked about City's. Depth all over the all over the team because Hart was out. Um, Hart was out. Who was out? Who else was out? Hart company. Company was Tory out. Tory came Sil- off injured. Silver was Silver out. As well. yeah. And they just seemed to capitulate when numbers of of the players from their spine. When their spine's gone, yeah. Namely, when company goes, that's when the the boat starts rocking for sea. Few goals that they could have easily prevented. One was the Alderweireld header. We. It was a good header. Keeper, well, yeah, no, it wasn't that no good a header. The keeper was just made, was in no man's land. And yeah. He just needed to touch it goalwards for it to go in. And then the uh, final goal, of the night was uh, Lamella's, of course. Great assist from a G. Yeah, that. Yeah. What do you think was better about that cut of the G assist? The, way, the, 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 the the way he beat the man on the pass. No, the way is, the way is, um, I want to go back to the way they won it back because. Um, that's what Pochettino brought into the team. You look at the team now compared to, I think, 18 months ago when he joined and only Laurie Walker, Vertonghen and Ericsson have survived and the rest are now like King yeah, and Son yeah, yeah. and they're all hardworking players and that's what he did at Southampton. He got a team of players that close down quickly and don't give space and that's what Spurs are doing now and their form's quite underrated. They haven't had the worst start to the season. They've actually had a decent start. Like Darren said, um, conceded the least so they've had a, a good start, but the way he closed down for that goal quickly, I mean, you're 3-1 up, you have every right to just defend that lead. They close the ball, go to NG. The way NG beat the player, great, but the pass was even better. Can you go with the pass, yeah. The pass was even yeah. better. And um, composure from Lamella was fantastic. It's fantastic composure, yeah. But yeah, no, Spurs deserve to win the game. I think from start to finish, I mean, apart from the first, I say, 15 minutes and up to the Bruyne's goal, they weren't at the races, but then they woke up and they got back to their game and the subs that he made as well were great. Pochettino, um, the right subs at the right time. Bringing Chadley on and Ngi on were very smart moves and the Dele Alli, Eric Deere. That partnership is, is really working together. It's really working yeah. nicely and obviously you've got the experience of someone like Dembele even though he's he's dropped off form recently in the recent, last recent years his um, overall experience on play to come in the last minutes of the game and Chadley as well to close the game down and bring the experience helps so and I'm happy to see Lamella. I've been praising Lamella for weeks, even though he hasn't done anything amazing. But you just, until seen, now, but I know he's capable. You've of. seen the, the, his potential before. He was fantastic at, uh, at Roma yeah. for years back. And it, he, it never really started to go for him in the Premier League. Hopefully now, this way hopefully this season. You give players time. You can't yeah. just rush them into things. I mean, he's a young player too, so you never know. This this could be the time where things go to, to the way he wants it. Quick question. Where's Aguero? Look, no, this not. is this is another Sanchez thing. He's knackered and he got kicked really hard in the knee past got down the other week. <laughs> for me, Do you know what I mean? Like, for, give him time, he'll be fine. For me, where is that? I think Aguero just needs silver because for me, um, Navas is not going to create him chances. Indo Navas is a direct winger. He's crossing his paw. Um, <laughs> Raheem, Stur- Raheem Sterling, Raheem Sterling, for all his pace, his game right now for City is on the left to cut in and try and get a shot in and he's not he has got a final ball has he yeah um, Aguero has created chances for himself like the shot in the first half that got saved by Laurie he had to turn he was everywhere so yeah. this game he, it's got to a place where he has to start for himself Silver for me is the only creative force there right now um, 
saying that the Bruyne did get a lot of assists last season, but it seems like they're trying to get him to be a uh, well goal scoring midfielder. Yeah, goals, yeah. So um, that's, they're going to struggle in that department. May struggle indeed. Let's go to the the best game of the weekend, Leicester Arsenal. Don't so I have fair, my fear about to, to be fair, to be fair, this probably was the best game in the weekend just because of how wrong you got it, <laughs> considering. How well you they know, played no, this I, weekend. I don't, I don't think you're... I think you're right in all your criticism. No, it was just the, the irony of it all. Like the, the, the people he criticised. Oh, the, yeah, uh, the, yeah, the people... Yeah. That Walker, Sanchez, Giroud. Yeah. All got the goal sh- score sheet. All right. Safe. Well, they, they might just I, listen. I think, I think yeah. you're still right in your criticism. I think you're still right in your criticism. I'm right in my criticism. Yeah. I'm not, not, not saying that I'm not, but... Well it's done for... The poetic justice of football yeah. that that like, happened yeah. after. Let's get to the game. Vardy, um... Had an early chance, scuffed it onto the post. But he scored in the match for the fourth, it's fourth match in a row, I believe it is. Yeah. 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 First goal, it was just way too easy for him. He just headed it on and Bertasaka. My God, he's so slow. My God, he's so yeah, slow. Everybody knew this, though. Everybody knew this. Everybody's going to play on it. And this is the issue. Would you, I'm talking to you specifically, Cahill. Uh, would you see him as part of your first team defence, seeing as he's so susceptible? with speed and because of the way that a lot of Premier League teams are set up this year to hit quickly on the break with fast players do you really think he's the type of person that you want in your set of back pairing no no <laughs> okay he's, he's, he's a slow player but when you're he's, the one, when, he's one of the few leaders of the Arsenal squad though so it goes uh, either way doesn't it I don't I, I I he's not the best but I, he's one of the few yeah, I can't consider him a leader the only need him there for me is check but then that's because he's actually won a lot of things so he knows what it feels like to win things but Saka won the um, World Cup I know right yeah <laughs> like, you can't <laughs> use that actually, no he did win the World Cup say, no but I mean to that point I mean because my problem with him is that knowing how slow you are you have to know how to adapt your game positionally wise position yeah. wise and the thing he tends to do more than anything is step out yep. and allow himself to be and it happened last season so many times Monaco and all that stuff he keeps doing it and how many times are you going to keep doing it and but yeah go on with your <laughs> yeah Walker uh, great finish with the with his weaker foot as well great run good pass from what was Santi Santi yes yeah. is it yep I was going to say Ozil. He gets, he gets on the assist list to the, in this game. Of course he does. Yeah. Then uh, Vardy could have put Leicester two up seconds before that goal. So great concise build-up play from Arsenal for their second, especially with the Sanchez with the Sanchez goal. It's a good ball for Bellerin to find him as well. Put it, then he put it into the open goal, even though it did kind of like ricochet off a few defenders. Yeah. To get a spot, but great awareness. And in the second half, Ozil with the great assist to fight Sanchez. Should he have got that header? Um, no, you know what? He was always going to win that. So it was up to the keeper to get to his, his positioning. Um, there are situations where a keeper thinks, if my defence is not getting there, maybe I have to go for it. But he should have realised at the time he's not getting there first because Sanchez had the head start. Had Sanchez moved before him. And it's not like Casper's a young keeper anymore. He's experienced. So he should know better. Just, it, was, it was a poor goal to concede, but... Well done to Sanchez for getting there first and winning the header. He did everything right. So I praise to him. I mean, let's go back to Leicester. Um, making a point that we made uh, last episode, I think, we were saying how they are very good to watch, but eventually they're going to face a team that is not going to be faced when they when, when they concede to Leicester and they're going to score more goals than Leicester. Leicester could be on the, the wrong side of a drumming and our words are heeded because that's exactly what happened. Yeah, uh, they met quality this weekend and quality beat them. Is yeah, that exactly. Arsenal, no matter what their form is, if you go and play them, your defence is that awful with Sanchez and Ozil. And what he did this weekend, which I liked, was, was Ozil, I think Ozil in the middle, um, what's his name? Ox and Walcott and um, Sanchez in front of him. But the thing and is... That's the thing that Ozil likes with pace. So it works for him perfectly. And the, the way Leicester attack, when they go forward... They're, Everybody goes forward. Yeah, they have a high line, and with the base that Arsenal have got up front, and to be honest, New, um, Newcastle, wow, Leicester's defense are not as quick. No, especially the set backs. The set yeah. backs look like they've run the West, treacle. West Morgan's a mess. It was only a matter of time before they met quality, yeah. and that's what happened. So, Arsenal. Man, we more. did say it was going to happen. Quality. Such as his hat trick got was quite was was quality. Oh, great. He's Powerful a quality strength. player. Yeah, he's a quality player. He provides with quality moments, wouldn't we? Uh, Arsenal at concentration for the Leicester second one I guess Vardy good finish could have easily dealt with that that ball in 
should have easily dealt with that fully, but yeah, just didn't. And uh, but that didn't really matter because uh, well, Montreal got to the assist list as well with a. Uh, but he put it on the plate for Giroud, I guess. Tucked it away sadly for well not sadly. Kale says through gritted teeth. Yeah. It was a great good finish. What he usually does is you know but for the first time he actually could he actually scored with his first chance. You know, the only thing I'll um criticize Arsenal one is the defending for the two goals. Just yeah. because um well obviously like I said we've really gone on motorcycle, but the lack of closing, the positioning. So um apart from that though, I mean if Arsenal do that next weekend, they'll be in trouble because they're facing a team that is in much better form than Leicester, I, assume, I guess. It's although, oh, although but, you, um, you could, you, you would be too hard pressed to say that performance-wise, Man United haven't played as well as Leicester. No, they haven't. I'm not. No, they haven't played fantastic, but I mean, you're not playing a team that's not going to change for the top four. Now you are playing a team that's going to change for the top four or the title. I very least until like maybe March when when City probably run away with it. <laughs> so, um, no, but it's just it just it's just to the point that um, apart from the five goals those two goals are a worry you want the perfect performance and no matter who you're facing you have to perform I mean they were away well defensive you are away but it's sometimes basic defending is you know basic defending so I think um, Arsenal should have done better in that regard but I'm not going to criticise them too much 5-2 good win good performance good performance indeed seems to be uh, the way to uh, quiet Leicester is to quiet Mahrez yeah yeah, 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 one one lateral performance so he was going to have one eventually. Yeah, I mean, like, this is the thing. This, this is what happened to Kane. This is what happens to a lot of four players throughout their time. People will notice that you're the guy that everything goes through in your team and they make the pressure hard on you and they come closer to you, they tire to you, they give you less space. That's what happened to Mahrez. But what great players do, what really good players do is find a way around that. It'll be really interesting to see how he responds now because the spotlight is on him. For uh, when you're facing Leicester, he's going to be the danger man. It was really interesting to see how he he navigates being the danger man. How he adapts his game. How he still creates chances for, for Leicester. Go to a game where there were plenty of chances. Newcastle, Chelsea yeah. finished two-two. Perez and uh, Wijnaldum got into the goal sheet. Then uh, Ramirez from out of nowhere. With with I'm sorry, I'm absolutely dis. Like, a goal that can only be described with two words top bids I mean if if it hits somebody in the face they would have knocked out cold he smashed it smashed it then uh, William got the goal that gave them the uh, got the got the result got them the point start off with something that confused me they were booing Remy for some reason I, I, I think it's I think they forgot was, that it was a lone signing and not, no, not I, permanent I think I think it was more to do with the um I think when the loan finished, I think they were expecting him to drain them permanently. But obviously, he went to QPR, and then, you know when everyone drains QPR, you know what they drain them for. No, 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 he went on loan from QPR, QPR. Was his parent club? Yeah. Oh right, yeah. I forgot. Oh, then, but I don't know. That's because that's because he knew that he could get a better move in terms of name because yeah. he's a very good striker. No, it's like Chelsea, so point proven. Well, exactly. You know. A different look from Newcastle. They actually looked up for it. Um. They showed that fight that Steve no, no, was going on, on that, on that, and I, I think I spoke to you about this earlier today, about Mourinho, right? Yeah, go on. That comment that he made, I, I, can't, I don't know if it was today or yesterday or whatever, but it's really annoyed me. What quote was that? So he basically came out and said, um, so teams, there's, there's certain teams that come out and they play a team like Chelsea and they fight with blood and sweat and tears and then they play other teams and they play like themselves and that's why they don't ever win anything. There's, there's no need. That's harsh. There's no need for that. Like, but then, I, I the love, thing is, the I love Mourinho as a manager, right? But I know, and he's maybe trying to deflect the poor form thing from his, his team, and he's been doing that for years, us against the world, that kind of thing. There's no need for these comments, like the Wenger thing. He's not mentioning Wenger's name, but he's saying there's only one manager that can do this and all that. Yeah. It was a totally different subject, and then he brought it onto that. Like, it's starting to annoy me, and. I respect him as a manager because he's a top manager, but you can't keep making these comments. How many times are you going to keep doing that? On the flip side, on the flip side, as Man United fans, how often do we say, oh, everybody turns up against United? For example, look at Swansea. Swansea, no, no, have, no, it, happens. Swansea has- it happens, but there's no need to make that comment. You know what I mean? As a manager, yeah. we're fans. We make those comments because we're fans. As a manager, just keep your mouth shut. If that's your opinion, and you know how harsh you're going to be about it, like, certain things you just don't say. And But it's Meridio. Yeah, he he, does, he says what he wants. Exactly. He? I mean, he even came out and said, you know, I'm not going to say anything about Costa now because 
there's an agenda against him. So yeah. I'll let him enjoy and then when you people want to suspend him again, he'll get suspended again. You know, it's this whole everyone against Chelsea. He also said that if if uh, we had a team of 11 Diego Costas, they'd never win a game because the urge to suspend him is so high that they'd end up with five, game, five men every game. Yeah. So, but we're, again, we're, we're, this is the thing. We're, we... We eat up what Mourinho was saying because we've barely mentioned the best performance Newcastle have had all season. Oh, no, I was just going on that. This is the I was, thing. I was just going on that comment. This is exactly. What, but I was just going on that comment. I just wanted to go on that quickly, but we're going to. This is exactly what he does. He just deflects everything off the actual game. Oh, he's, and he's, we end up spending the whole weekend well, talking he, about what he said. His team was poor. We're going to go on that. So let's do it. Indeed, Newcastle scored first. Perez. Perez? Perez. Perez. With a great, great touch. The, of the first finish. touch is yeah. unbelievable for he, that goal. He shouldn't be allowed to get that first. He should have Zimmer and uh, Ivanovic. Miscommunication. The, 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 yeah. the guy that's on the bench is the guy that would have prevented. Hilarious that. thing is for both goals, you could say that because the second goal was a set piece, wasn't it? Yeah, and Fabio it. Willian, Willian, Wijnaldum. Sorry, um, it's a great header. Run, yeah, it was a great header, but he's allowed a free run. John Terry would have stopped him. John Terry would have stopped that ball getting to Perez. And um, Perez's first touch was fantastic. The lack of trying to get the, get the ball from him from um, Ivanovic was poor. Zuma was just standing there looking like he was lost, but not going to take anything away from the finish. It was a great finish. So, I mean, Newcastle performed well. They showed some passion. All that. Character. Character. Some ca- but but the, you the, have to do that every game. That's what Mourinho was talking about. And as much as I'm criticizing, he is right. You can't put it in one game and then go to the next game and just get. Also, I can, I'm gonna say like they, they uh, there's a few really good individual performances. Um, they're they're what's it? Is he right back? No, left back. Babu, young kid, yeah, absolutely solid game. Loved the tackle. Was very strong. Was very aggressive. Um, Wijnaldum, Perez, who we could all agree is definitely one of Newcastle's better players, um, was solid. Colacini did that thing where he fancied it a little bit. But for me, the star man... Saw the TV cameras. Yeah. The star the star man for Newcastle for me was in Bamboo. It was a fantastic game. Fantastic game. Uh, Chelsea got back. Well, got got the one goal back with the Ramirez strike, of course. Great. Discusses. Fantastic strike. And uh, who was it? Was it Willian's free kick? Yeah. 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 It's one of those free kicks that you're not quite sure is a cross or a shot. And it bounces all the way through. The thing about those free kicks are in in that position. See, I don't want to say you know what's coming because, I mean, there was a time when Fabio Aurelio in the Champions League against Chelsea hit a surprise free kick to the near post and it went in. So I don't want to say you should always expect those things. But he's done it once. He did it again. When you see the flat of the ball, you have time to adjust yourself as a keeper. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be I too think hard. It's, no, I, don't it's, be, I don't want to be too it's hard. It's the anticipation the, of somebody yeah. headed head, head head across him as well. Yeah, the same that's, why don't, that's why I don't want to be too harsh on him because, you know, if he does move into that position and someone gets headed, there's another side that's all free and the mic is just going crazy. Um, there's another side that's um, going to be free. So you have to anticipate those things, but it's the same time he's done it now. It's starting to become a lot more common. Yeah. So, I mean... Maybe it's a thing to work for in work for in training, you know, in defence, watch positioning, all that stuff, you know, goalkeeper's positioning as well. But you know, I mean, second half performance, Chelsea was much better anyway. Yeah, well, they came back, so have some criticism for Kroon, but he certainly uh, made up for it when he denied Chelsea the uh, three points at the very end. I think it was Ramirez again. Yeah, point back Ramirez, just fantastic save from him. Uh, we give. We've given uh, Newcastle some praise. It's all a bit of passion. Especially, I liked Mitrovic as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And was coming off and giving out the whole... Oh, yeah. But what, when Perez scored, he's pulling his hair. Like, chill out, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the it's just... It's hope, hopefully for Newcastle, for North East football as a collective, which hopefully we'll, you'll hear more from us about, um, this could be something that captivates them as a team and it sparks a, a run of good results. No it, area. It, it will spark a good result. Well, this yeah. is what you've got to hope for if you're a Newcastle fan. Because they need it. They Their need area it. needs it. They need it. it, but it won't happen. So, you know. They'll stay up, but hey. Is what it is. That can be a good saying for when Sturridge comes back for uh, Liverpool. It's what it is, because he always scores, it seems. Second best track Sturridge in the is fucking amazing. So, I really shouldn't swear on podcast. But he's really good. He is the second best, only to Aguero. Yeah, you put you put Sturridge in an Arsenal team. Oh my! Oh my God! 
because he is just so good. He is unbelievable. He brings a bit of confidence and swagger back to that Liverpool attacking midfield and strike force because they they've got somebody that they can they can feed to and you know when when it comes to a chance he'll put it away. The two goals he scored, especially the first one, the volley, they were not easy chances. And he just put them away. Calm. Liverpool Westonville of course finished three two Builder got on the goal street goal, goal street in this I can't even say words anymore but fucking cold. Uh, got on the score sheet. Got on the score sheet seconds. on two minutes, I think it was actually. Off to a fast start. Then uh it was a good goal, wasn't it? It's maybe got a f- uh, too much space. Yeah, they, yeah, they didn't close yeah. them down quickly enough. They just hit they, Sanchez. They hit with all the pressure they, uh, on Brendan Rogers. They they really, really, really just went went out of the box really quickly. And I think it surprised um uh, Villa. It's like they reverted to Liverpool a couple of years back where a big feature of their play was just absolutely sprint out of the blocks and just going at you for the first minute. Um, that's what they did. But again, there's another throwback to Liverpool the last couple of years. Their defence. Their defence is why they didn't win it last time. Yeah. And their defence is the reason why they gave away two goals. Both, looked, both teams looked very open in the first half and the second half. It was a great attacking game, though. Second half, Sturridge, uh, Sturridge's link-up play for his first goal was just sublime. He's just yeah. his second his link-up play for his second. He's just a fantastic player. He's ugh, I'm jealous. I, mean, I don't mean that I've got Martial really, but Sturridge is just different quality. Great volley, He never took his eyes off the ball. Then uh, I think, yeah, uh, bloody hell, words. Really struggling there. Don't know why. Needs to needs to take some paracetamol. Gaston got the goal sheets in the sixty six minute. Yeah, it was with a cross that should have been dealt with. Also, far too easy for Gaston. Like nobody was there. He just he just seemed to drift into that simple in that position. That's so was it in the six yard box. Yeah, I easily sort of no communication between Miguel and his defense. Um, That's the thing we we say the same issues for Liverpool week in week out. And uh, this is coming from a manager who famously said it's easy to set up your team to defend. He hasn't done it. He hasn't done it at all. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I don't get because it, I get if it. he did, you never like there was, like because of Liverpool's ability to attack teams when they're really on it. If they could defend, they could be completely different opposition. But the manager they have at the moment doesn't know how to set the team up like that. And uh. Great link-up play again from uh, Sturridge with Coutinho this time. And uh, what was it? So, and it's another simple but brilliant finish as well. Um, the bullet header. And then, uh, yeah, bullet header came from uh, Gested. We all knew about how good Gested was in the air. Was it 20 goals we, last we, year? We, yeah, we all you know what it is, yeah. Um, Villa set up right because they approached the game knowing that Liverpool defensively, home or away, are weak. So, um I'm not going to criticise the approach to the game because um, when you're facing Liverpool now, you know Sacco and... Look, they line up with, I guess, five in defence or maybe 3-5-2, three, whatever two. he wants to call it. Well, his wing-backs, isn't it? <laughs> and um, him being... What's his name? The guy that's going to get sacked probably in December or January. Um, oh, which one? Uh, Brendan. <laughs> um, I mean, you can't say which one. All of his staff went last year. Exactly. Um, Moreno and all that. Moreno, defensively, is not... Um, who, was, who was playing right wing back? I don't even. It was Klein, right? It was Klein. Klein, Klein has disappointed me. He hasn't been a poor. He hasn't is, been poor, but he hasn't been as good as he was for Southampton. But he still, yeah, yeah, great because he deceived us. That's why he's a fraud. Oh jeez. Um, oh wow. Glenson, Mark, John, Glenson does, Johnson, Mark too. Huh? In, no, no, he's not. He's no, no, he's, he's not rubbish. He's not rubbish, but um, he looks good in a very good Southampton team. That's what I think. Ooh. That's what I think. But anyway, the Chambers effect, huh? Kind of. <laughs> I can't believe you've coined that term. But anyway, um, no, no, um, Villa they approached the game well. It was just it was the right thing to do, attacking them. And you know, everyone knows Tim Sherwood's uh, philosophy is to attack. That's what he wants. He wants attacking teams. He wants to go forward and get goals and all that stuff. Um, unfortunately for him, the, the teams that he managed haven't got a good defensive record either, so they can't really defend as well as attack. But um, no, it was good. And Gastelis, hey, Gastelis, Gastelis head off. Uh, for the, the second goal for them was top class. What, really the way he ran onto it and the, the power he applied he to just, the header was fantastic. So, 
I'm, I can't criticize him. I'm not going to criticize him too much. I want to criticize Liverpool just a little bit because the defensive, again, isn't good enough. And Brendan Rodgers needs to be careful in that regard because they're going to face teams that are going to keep coming at them. Villa, um, Norwich got a point at their last, last time. I remember I said they were going to lose last week and we're like, yo, at Enfield. I was like, yeah. And, well, Enfield? Enfield, I said that. Oh, okay. We said, <laughs> said Enfield. That's yeah. in London, my friend. And um, they drew. And uh, <laughs> But yeah, no, no. Um, they needed the win. Storage obviously being the man. To do yeah. That. So um, no storage. No in that situation. No yeah. win. But um, they they're trying to get a punish with him and Ings, which is working so far. But I'm still not happy with Ings being on the left side of midfield. I don't know what the hell that is about. But uh, apart from that, <laughs> it's either that or the bench. What? Uh, well, yeah. But then the, when Firmino's back, they're going to put him right midfield. I don't know what the hell's going on at that club. What what Brendan Rodgers needs to do, and what I think we it's all leave. agree on it's is is if well he's gonna gonna get he's gonna lose his job if he's not careful. But I don't, to, I don't think he's gonna have a choice. He's to he's to find his best team and quickly, simple. And to Villa, if Villa treat Gestead the way they treated Benteke in terms of the service they give him, they they could do a lot because he's crazy good in the air. He's an absolute unit and he can hold the ball up for runners like the Jack Grealish, Carlos Hill, and the Machiore won't fit and Bonohor to run past him. That like and everybody here on this podcast knows and everybody who listens knows I'm not a big Tim Sherwood fan. But there are there are green shoots for Villa. There are there are some really good green shoots for Villa. And if they build on this performance, they they could they could do alright. But well, I, just, just one, that's just, just one thing. No, it's not off. It's it's, kind of, it's, to, it's to do with Villa and Jack Grealish. Yeah, it's a little bit off topic. Um, I don't know why Kevin Kilban is crying because Grealish chose England over Ireland. He's been like, oh, I wouldn't. I would rather have nine caps. No, I'd rather have one cap for Ireland than nine caps for England. Yeah, I don't think England wanted you in the first place, bruv <laughs> So, you know, calm yourself. It's not your career. He also, chose where he wants to. Who he wants to play for. So Jack now, Grealish was born in Birmingham, so. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just just chill with yourself, Kevin Kilburn. Like you know, he chose. He's young. He chose what he wants to do. He knows what he wants to do. And to be honest, England have as as unlikely as it is anyway, have a more chance of winning something than Ireland. But hey, they're gonna both of them are not gonna win anything. So chill with yourself, Kilburn. Chill. Yeah, yeah, chill, chill. Team that need to wake up, Sunderland. They've had too much time chilling. You know, I'm not even gonna talk about much about this because everyone knew Man was gonna pop them anyway. Yeah, this game was a four. I said four 0 last weekend. Three 0 was close enough. Three 0 was close. I said three 0 because my bad girls teams don't score more than three goals. He said three 0 Simple as that. Three 0 I popped them three 0 Do your analysis and then you know if that was anything, I'm done. Okay. Rudy scored on the 46th minute. Memphis on the 49th and batter on the 90th. Uh, easy win for United, of course. Great ball over the top from Blind. Yeah, but uh, who is it? Matter have I just had too much space, and he fouled Memphis fairly well as well. It was a great, great strike. Tapped it in. However, I don't know why he said a great strike. He was just tapped Great goal. <laughs> great goal. There you go. It's a bit better term. I'm just fun. as you can tell, Kale's struggling today. So give him some, give him some leeway. Jesus Christ, I'm struggling to read the, the, my notes. It's ridiculous. Anyway, for the second goal, great bit of wing, wing play from Martial. It's a very diverse game, it seems. Um, with Martial, what I've noticed is his partnership with Memphis Depay is 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 growing. They're combining quite a lot. Uh, Memphis Depay missed an absolute sitter um, where it's come off. Memphis. Memphis. Yeah, Memphis. Um, Don't like his dad. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> where he runs around the back and um, and Martial takes the ball and plays him through. They're showing a bit of understanding, which could be really dangerous. Um, also, it's nice to see different facets of Martial's game. He's also showed that he can be a problem, despite being not being amongst the goals with the assist for Rooney. And again, yeah, cool. that goal for Rooney, yeah. boy, if the mighty have fallen. The that thing, was a poor well, goal. The funniest thing about that is that goal breaks Dennis Law's record for me. That no, no, it equals it. Yeah, it equals Dennis Law's well, record. You know, I'm, I'm, so you, you you say how the mighty have fallen. You need to have, you've got to have a good level of quality to even get anywhere near that. So we need to give credit where credit is due. You know, yeah. And congratulations with that, with that. that kind of cross, we have to use to put any part of the body on it. So mm. that's yeah. it. That's He's it. fourteen behind Charlton, though. He'll he'll break it probably next season. He won't get more than that this season. Wow. Yeah, I'm being honest, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> you want, you want. It's just, made that had a uh, makeshift back four. Darby put a good shift in left back. Then it's right back. 
Um, but, you know, Man United didn't really have to get out of first gear. Not but at all. The problem with this game is that you can't really use this to test either side because Sunderland, these aren't the games that they need to win. They need to beat the teams around them. And Man United aren't going to have many more easier games than Sunderland at home. And that's pretty much all I've got to say about this. Okay. Uh, let's get to the final goal. Matter. It was a great young, young founder. Matter easily he played. It was a great finish as well. Really sublime. Top quarter, wasn't it? Top bins, as we say on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, top of the table. Uh, is that dangerous? It's, well, no, it's September. It's, it's good. It's, good. September. it's early, but it's, it's a good start for them. It's, it's, confidence, it's a confidence builder for them. That's I think main thing. What the great thing is to, to be said as a way that fan is last time, last season, we just lost to Leicester 3 5 3, and we were 13th, I think. So this is a markedly big improvement for Bangal and his team. Massive improvement. Let's go to a team that had an easy game at home. To what that we all thought would have had an easy game at home with West Ham and Norwich. Finished two two. Sacco and Kuyate got the goal sheet for uh, West Ham. Uh, Robbie Brady on the ninth minute and Redwood in the eighty third for Norwich. First goal, suicide from the captain of court. What, what was Noble doing? He just lost. He just paid, stopped paying attention. They played the suicide ball across across the um, West Ham half, which you just don't do. Um, but one thing to praise Norwich, and where a lot of their joy is coming from this league, so one of the few teams that play redirect wingers and fullbacks on the overlap with Robbie Brady and David Redmond, who got on the score sheet. That's really what I can say. That they really poor. Error from an experienced person in Mark Noble who should know better. West Ham just can't seem to get going at home, but I think that's just because of the way they set up as a you know, team. At least they're not losing games. That's the main thing. This is another point. Though. I mean, they're the third in the league, aren't they? Something like that. Yeah, as, I mean, <laughs> their away form is obviously much better as we've witnessed this season, but they're not losing. At least, I mean, they could have easily lost that game because they yeah. weren't they weren't playing well at all. They showed fight um, character to score the equaliser. Uh, I, I, I want to say that at the same time it's a goal that Norwich shouldn't have conceded yeah. because the goalkeeper I don't know what the hell he was doing and um, it was just Paul, the Kiyote uh, one yeah when he's, he's missed the punch hasn't he the goalkeeper he did no he didn't miss it he just he punched it into Carroll Carroll's path that's, and that's just rebounded it. down to yeah. uh, Kiyote that's it like, you know if you, it's last minute it seemed that when the ball came in this went to a whole bit of panic there was no communication there was no you mark him you mark him I'll get this he didn't shout for the ball and say it's mine. It was just poor of rule. And they made it easy for West Ham to get the equaliser. So as much as I want to praise West Ham and their spirit, which they just showed that fight to at least try and get that goal back and they did, Norwich have to be better defensively because if you're in a situation like that at the end of the season and you keep making mistakes, it could not. It might not be a situation where it's 1-1 and the team makes it 2-1 and you've lost. It's not always going to be a situation when you're in a winning position. And if you're in a winning position and you drop a point, that point will cost you. Those two points will cost you in a relegation battle that they're actually in. So, you know, they need to be careful. But it was it was an entertaining game, end to end. So, it's interesting to see. Spire got the he got on the assist sheet again, did he? This 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 game with oh, uh, the uh, Sacco goal. He's class. Great fight. I think it was the only behind Messi last season for Chris. assists. Assists, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Oh, and Ronaldo as well. Also, um, to see how good he was, Bielsa, Marseille manager. Resigned one game after the, the, the season started when Paye and a few other Marseille players got sold, which he didn't agree with. You can see the quality that he has. Indeed. And this is why West Ham are going to have a great season. You just imagine how good they'd be right now if they could sort their home form out. Yeah, go back to that. Redwood's goal. It was just far too easy, wasn't it? He just drifted into the box without any anyone in his way. No one challenged him. Drifted in and found his, found his corner, picked it. Slow it. Oh, it was a good finish, good goal from him, but West Ham defensive, defensively, defensively again. Yeah. I mean, would you say it's the pitch that doesn't no, allow no, it? No, to no, 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 hold on, hold on, let me finish. Not, okay. not the quality of the pitch, but the size of it. Oh, the, no, no, still. No, because I they, think it's the way they set up because when you're playing away from home, you can be resolute and hit them with a break, but when you're a home side, you're the one that has to take the initiative. At the end of the, at the, end of the day, yeah. This is their ground. They've played there how many times? I know it's obviously some new players there, but some of, most of the new players have come and they've adapted pretty damn well. 
So the rest of the players, for me, there's no excuse. Yeah, but wouldn't a bigger pitch allow them to play? A bigger pitch to allow them to play the football that they they like to. A bigger pitch will allow expansion of play. Yeah. For example, like um, the new camp, for example, their pitch is wide. It's huge. Or to use so, Arsenal as an example. Or one, yeah. Like so, from the, from the uh, I think he was, Weg was the only manager that got a team to play that style of football I mean, or that sort of the pitch. You know, it will work for them next season because they're moving to an Olympic Stadium yeah. and the uh, pitch dimensions are actually bigger. So um, the expansive football, if they want to play that way next season, will be fine. And the players are signing are playing that passing game anyway. So it, it will work for them next season. But right now, I just want to give them any excuses because and it's your ground. You're at home. You shouldn't allow... You should be taking I mean, three points from this game. I don't, I don't want to say you shouldn't allow Norwich to do anything because Norwich are a good side, but you shouldn't... You're at home. Yeah. You should be taking take initiative. three points. Take yeah. initiative and control the game. Control the game. A team that controlled their game was a Southampton. They beat Swansea 3-1. I said this last week. <laughs> Vindication for Michael. There you go. Virgil van Did Dijk. Did you see James Wood-Prowse's cross or slash corner for... This guy set pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got like, good head, a good quarter, but defensively, what would Swansea do? First, first, first things first. Um, if uh, I want to say it's now, if Dolph goes to the, was it is it Euros next or World Cup? What's next? Euros, Euros yeah. yeah. If he goes to Euros and James Will Prowse doesn't, yeah, then Hodgson can just. Suck there were there were two there were two <laughs> Deli Ali yeah, and James Will Prowse should have made sure. Even see. <laughs> that, that's an appropriate term for it. Suck your mum. Suck his mum. It's yeah, true. Simple. It's true. Also, number two, Barkley should be in that squad as well. Hella Dolph. There's a lot of people I should put in instead of Dolph and Henderson. It's not because they pay for City and Liverpool. It's just because they're frauds. But anyway, to the point. Um, Southampton. No, I called it because Swansea. You see, this is this is what I was talking about. Remember when we, when we had a podcast with Derek here? Yeah. And I said, when Shelby was talking about going to the Champions League and he comes to Humility. bite you in the ass. Yep. Yeah. Now chill where you whining. Humility. Know your level. Yep. You stupid child. Like, Southampton are a better team and they proved it. It's not about home advantage, just being the better squad. And they went out there, they controlled the game. Um, as long as you got a penalty, probably should have got the goal, the goal allowed anyway, but it didn't make a difference. You know, Guilfi put it away. But no, Southampton controlled the game and deserved to win. It was that simple. It was quite comprehensive for them. Also, a lot of people were worrying about the way Southampton started the season, and they just pulling in performances like that. And you think, why? <laughs> because <laughs> they like Mane, quality player; Tadic, quality player; Warpath, quality player. Van Dijk is twenty-four; he's only going to get better. Doesn't look it. He looks old, but uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, he's, but he's like a big man. Big yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah, big I mean, they're they're quickly but. If not, haven't already. They're quickly becoming a lot of people's favorite team to watch, other than the team they support. Um, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, uh, uh, yeah, um, guys, it's um, you you'll know this by the time you listen to this anyway. But it's um, Arsenal two on the PL cost three. Let's put that out there. And Chelsea lost two one as well. Oh, did it? Yeah. And I think it got the equaliser. No, it was two one. Is it still? Yeah, it's two one. Boy, oh. anyway. English yeah. English teams need to make sure that they don't lose it, out on no, their no, European no, no. coefficients. It's, it's, it's going to happen in two seasons. We're going to have a three slots. So Tottenham, sorry, but you have to know how to try and finish fourth, and you know try and get to Europa League at fourth place at least anyway. Yeah, match just ended. Three Arsenal, two Liverpool. Oh, that's disappointing. But anyway, go on. <sighs> God's sake. Now what? Now what? What I said before seems like I'm right again. Anyway, Piers Morgan's going off again as well. I don't care about what has, what Piers Morgan has to say, asshole. But um, what was it? So yeah, great cross from the corner by uh, what Jesus was Prowse, Mane. I was lo- I've lost where where I'm at. Bloody hell! <laughs> second, yeah, so go, let's go to the second half. Great lofted pass into the box, straight into uh, Tadic's path, whose shot was luckily to luckily deflected over Fabianski. Um, and uh, well, say so it was. Bit of luck in the uh, what's it the third goal as well because uh, fell straight into Barney's path when he finished it correctly. He's a great finish. He's he's good at that. He he's really got an eye for goals, Sergio Barney, and we like him on the podcast so much so that we're going to name this podcast after him. <laughs> yeah, but they don't care about all that. <laughs> Jesus Swansea, man, they don't care about all that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Jamie and Giggs. Oh my god, Jay Monk, man, they don't care about all that. <laughs> Anyway, Gilfi Sigurdsson converted the penalty, even though the Swans had the goal the back, had the ball yeah, the back end, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. So got very lucky in the end. Um, I'm happy because Swans it got me, fa- form. It got me fantasy points. Swansea's <laughs> dipping form is somewhat alarming since their loss against since they beat Maynard. 
crap. It don't be okay. I don't think we gave we, we said the nicknames of the players. This what, the we can't say that. I, 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 and Jamie Vardy's no, as well. No, or the racist arsehole though. The Jamie Vardy. No, it's, it's long, man. Yeah. Fair enough. Long, I get. That. I get that. Let's go to uh, Stoke Bournemouth. Finish two one. Waters on the score sheet and Juf for Stoke. Gosling for uh, Bournemouth. Darren's got his hand in his he- his head in his hands, yeah, and that seems to be because Wilson. No, it's not. It's not even. It's, so it's not because of Bournemouth losing. It's not because of anything other than Callum Wilson. Not even. No, it's just fucking the 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 staff. The staff have possibly cost Callum Wilson six months at least of his Premier League career, a Premier League season, possibly. I know it's a long shot. Possibly playing in Euros. But this is not just that. It's the, this is the third long-term injury at Bournemouth. Yeah, um, in I, the I, first I, month and a bit, if that. I mean, I'd, I'd criticise both, to be honest. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Right. I'm just saying that the staff has to, they need to do something with that. Because remember, I'm speaking, talking about Maynard because I'm a Maynard fan, so I know the ins and outs a little bit more. Um when last season we brought somebody in to help with our injuries from Southampton it didn't work he got got rid of him got rid of him and we brought somebody else in and now maybe I don't have half as many injury issues as I did last time this season maybe what the Arsenal should adopt that for, uh, philo- philosophy <laughs> with this German guru when you're in the Premier League you don't need you don't just need Premier League players you need Premier League staff Premier League level staff Premier League level doctors if you can see someone's probably got an ACL and I will get to Callum Wilson. You don't chance it. Don't chance it. Especially if you lose Max Gradle and Tyron Biggs to similar injuries weeks before. It's 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 just treacherous because you're not just playing with your team. You're playing with their with the way they make their bread, with their with their living. Go and go Callum Wilson. Yes, you've had a great season. Yes, you're doing well. Yes, you've got the bit of team and you want to help your team. But playing on one leg wasn't gonna help. And now you're not gonna be playing for but God knows how long now. Because Six months. You, because you tried to do it. Well, you, should, you should have taken the time out and gone straight off, straight away. And that, that's that's naivety on his point because he's a 22-year-old who's having a great time in the Premier League and it's somewhat understandable. But the doctor's job is for the player's safety and he should have took, put his foot down and, and he should have spoken to Eddie Halvin and said, look, he's got to go off. That, that's what, I'm, only, I'm only annoyed because this is the third time in relatively quick successions if this was any of the clubs that we supported, we'd be fuming about that because it, it, it shouldn't be allowed for that to happen. It, it's just, it's not fair. It's, it's clouded the game for Bournemouth as well because that's what, exactly what their fans are going to think. They're going to think, Jesus Christ, another long-term injury. What the hell's going on? How are they you know, looking after themselves? Anterior Kushat Club. What, exactly. Jeez. Like, three, three, three. They've not, it's not even Christmas, Michael. ACC, what are you, you saying? You literally get one of those injuries to a player a year if you're unlucky. Do you that if you're unlucky? Both had three in September. Peace. Something, something, something isn't right. Sounds like players get crucial ligament. What yeah. Are you Do your record, you're, you're two, you're two. How <laughs> are you enjoying this? I'm, I'm not enjoying it, I'm just, I'm just saying, true. I'm just it's saying. True. It's true. It's true. The, players, the players, they spend the most money on the trust window. Yeah, I oh, so peak, but <laughs> it's actually so peak. Now the reason I'm laughing is because it's borderline ridiculous. It's like a foot manager thing, you know. You get yeah. is injured, oh, and then another one gets injured out of nowhere. The game does that to you. That's exactly what's happening in real life. Then, so it's you, know, you know when Miles Jenkins just tweets facts about injuries and the Premier League, we get uh, like foot manager to get uh, consulted by professional doctors in the game. Yeah. he just lays them down. I bet he's looking like yeah. It, it, it happens now. Look, look at what's though. happening in the Premier I mean, League. Like, and it? a dare. He, he, always, he always tweets, oh no, it's a bug when it happens. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, when Liverpool were playing Carlisle and they went to penalties and Liverpool had 50 something shots and Carlisle had like two or three. And they're like, oh yeah, but in FM that always happens. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back, let's get back to uh, the Stoke game. Uh, goal for Rooters. Again. Ew, by the way. Hey, uh, no, no, ew. He's in my fantasy squad. Okay. There Good for go. you. Yeah. Bad for the rest of the Premier League. <laughs> hey, good for me and Walters. I completely agree with you, Kevin. <laughs> good for me and Walters. A simple tap it, of course. Stoke played a pretty good counter game. He's at home as well, so Bob left a lot of space open. Half a bit of a. Yep, yeah, there you go. 
Away from home. Let me, let me go on that. Let Do me, it again. Let me go on that one because that's where Bournemouth's weakness is. They are so in focus on playing good football. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not criticizing their way, the way of the style. But when you go forward, because you like to attack and you leave yourself open, this is the Premier League. Like I said in the first week, it's a different beast. You ain't said that in ages. It's exactly. back. The catchphrase is you back. Can't, you can't come to the, you can't come to the Premier League and leave yourself open like that. Because Leicester, even though this is their second season now, they were taught a lesson by Arsenal. Simple as that. And now that's what's happened to you. You face a Stoke side who have signed people like Shakiri, Bojan. Um, Afalai, um, still got Arnautovic, Van Ginkel, and the guy that Van Ginkel and the guy that get, that gets gold, whether you like or not, Jonathan Walters. <sighs> so, and Man Biram Duf. Little fact so, about Stoke: they've got the most Champions League winners in their team in the Premier League. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, Zedran Shakiri. I know, I get it, but that's just this is weird. It's a weird one, isn't it? It's just weird. But like, you, that's the point. You can't come to these clubs and try and play an open game because. Um, people still have this conception about Stoke even though the style was played that they're still kind of a defensive team yeah boring but they go and play an attacking way of football their style has changed from the Tony Pulis days yeah of course so you come into the Premier League I, I respect that you want to play your football I respect that your football is the way that got you up into the Premier League but now you're in the dif- you're in a totally different league as competitive as the championship is Premier League is another level and they're not cutting it right now what well, they're doing okay you do that again and you're going to be exposed and you're going to go and lose it while you're going to get relegated. So, Eddie Howe needs to be careful and work on defensive work. And this Dan is struggling. He's too old. He's, He's still, far too old. Yes, he's tired now. He it's was time. brought in for experience, experience but, but I think but you tired. need to pick. I think he should not be playing away from home. I don't think he should be playing, period. Um, bit, bit of a dodgy goal for Bullworth as well. Bit, ball pitballed around the box for quite a bit. There goes and stuck it home. Good finish. And uh, Juf got on the score sheet this match also. Man beat up. A great diving header. It's a good cross as well from Claire Johnson. The man that's not a defender, well, more of a midfielder. A so he's, he's doing what he, he's he, a sh- he should be doing. He's a full defender. He's a winger. Yeah. Um, let's get to uh, Watford Crystal Palace. way you could only describe this one was... But <sighs> snooze fest. Oh, my God. Yeah, complete snooze fest. It was just boring until... Uh, goodbye... Got the goal sheet with a penalty, and uh, Zaha's good work. Zaha was brought down by Inum or Nyum. My cold is not, my, my, my cold is not allowed me to say his name properly. No, that was just a tab. No, 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 no. That was just a tab. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh jeez, yeah. Changed the game completely. Was it? Oh, was one question from that game: Was it inside or outside of the box? Oh, I say inside just because it was given. <laughs> <laughs> Was <laughs> that fair enough? Yeah, it's just a it's just a boring game to talk about. Palace hit the woodwork a couple of times, as did Watford. The fact that it's a boring game to talk about shows you how well equipped Watford are this year. Completely, completely. Because Palace are one of those sides that a lot of people have have tipped for the Europa League and to pull up a few trees and to be really, really effective this season. And Watford, you know, showed that they can hold their own against those teams. What I will, what I will praise for Palace is um, Pardew's front three selection because he's got a choice of putting punching in there Sacco Balassi and Wilfred so they're all quick they can all play left right middle it's very challenging it's very it's very confusing for opposition defences because like oh wait wait he's going over there now he's going over there they can if they use it effectively they can confuse a lot of sides and be very very dangerous so it'll be interesting to see what happens this season. but Palace will be okay um, Watford I reckon will be, actually be okay you know? I don't think they'll get relegated so Bit of both teams at the very end lost their discipline Yellow clouds were like fly, were flying out everywhere. Yeah, and yeah. you're showing Michael a picture of Wenger chilling or like on the beach the in Brazil. Um, Sliding at the Champions League. He's an ostrich, my friend. He's an ostrich. <laughs> you know what? Just on that quick, yeah. Now, now you've lost to Dynamo and Olympiacos. You want Bayern back to back. You have to beat them. And the way Bayern are playing right now, I mean, it's not impossible, but no, it man, is. it is. Come on, this, what is going on? This was a perfect chance to bounce back. And Arsenal, I'm not an Arsenal fan, but they're letting me down, man. It's pissing me off. It's pissing me off. Yeah. But anyway. Let's get back to the Premier League. West Brom, last game, Monday Night Football. West Brom. Unbelievable Everton. second half. Really shy first half. Oh, boy. <laughs> Berahino got the got the goal early on for uh, West Brom. They love, to, they love to say that he... 
he, he they, they love to quote him by saying uh, oh, right, he, right. Does, he, he never wants to play for well, Pierce again. They're going to use that against him forever. Never well, they, it's ridiculous. Stop it. That's that's the media for you. Stop it. it. That's the media for you, man. They're going to do that's it. That's not. We all know John Stones had the same treatment. Yeah. Just put that out there. But, and it's just, but the thing is, now it proves the point that these clubs now, because of the money in Premier League, they don't have to sell anybody. Because every time before, when they sold John Stones, oh, like, yeah. just, like they sold, <laughs> just like they sold Wayne Rooney, just like Fellaini left. You know, West Brom, definitely, I mean, they haven't sold any superstars, so I can't really go for them. But yeah. um, They've bought in a superstar at Ronda. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Big but, name. Yeah, big, big name. Yeah, he's a bigger name. Um, Saido would have obviously gone to Spurs back in maybe two, three years ago. Yeah. Now they were able to keep him, so that's a good thing. Um, the game itself, I enjoyed it, man. I really enjoyed it. That was a good, good game of football to watch. Craig Dawson what, got... Oh. What I liked about that game, and I, I listened to it on the radio today, was just Lukaku being a handful. Yeah, he made Dale Faye really bossed it, man. When yeah. he wants to, he could be so good. And we are, we've always said this about Lukaku on the podcast. It's just a, a case of his application and his consistency. When he can become a consistent player is when we can see how good he actually is. Especially, the, the same can be said with Delafame as well. He's a very, very good, very talented winger. It's consistency that's the problem. Everton have a very young team. We're very young back four at the moment as well. There's a debut also for Fudes Mori. Uh, like a starting debut, anyway, for Fudes Mori. So um, there's a, a lot of new things were happening for Everton. This, um, this game, but... They, they pulled it out of the bag, but they they've probably got a rollicking in the second at, at half time. Oh, the Jesus. Half was wholly different. I mean, Dawson scored in the 54th minute for uh, West Brom, and everybody thought game over at that moment. But then Lukaku straight away bounced back for good goal, good finish. It's a great cross from, uh, was it Delafeo to find him? Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, he got the. No, the Kode. Kone, oh, boy. Kode? I'm not praising Michael's favourite footballer. I'm not, I'm yeah. not praising him. Congratulations. Kode to Michael is me to Tim Sherwood, isn't it? He looks like a flipping Guinness bottle. That's what he looks like. <laughs> Go on. It's a good finish. It's really composed. So you've got to give credit where credit's due. Right. I'm pretty sure if Tim Sherwood pulled out a 5 0 against Chelsea, you'd give him praise. Yeah, I'd have to. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's different though. It's 5 against Chelsea. This is Kone. Okay. He's still scoring. <laughs> It's a great fight. Found him in a lot of space. May have been offside. Actually, no, he wasn't actually. It was, it was a good good bit of uh, attacking awareness from Kone. Defensive uh, susceptibility from West Brom, though. Again. Yeah. What what really is baffling me about West Brom is that the signings that they brought in, some of the defence, was James Chester, 8 million. You, you wouldn't see him as like a, a 20 piece and a half. He's very slim, isn't he's he? Slim. He's not that physically demanding. And he, Craig Dawson was playing right back first half was being very effective I set up the goal for West Brom got moved into centre half and James Chester went right back in second half because I don't think he trusted Chester against Lukaku physically and Johnny Evans couldn't do it either so it just it makes me wonder like why is he diverging away from what made him so good in terms of his signings in defence well it's because managers these days are trying to I don't know Get with get it sounds get with the times. Yeah, get with the times. So you know, Tony Pierce has never never been that type no, no, of manager. But, no, no, but no, but if you see him now, to, yeah, he's really starting to because you know this whole thing about. I mean, you look at it in England, the whole three five two thing first. They came up. I mean, it's been doing, it's been done in Italy. It's been years. doing this since the nineties. You know, um, <laughs> the four three threes. Boss were doing it and then doing it how they do it, bringing the full. That's the thing in. about coaches in England. They're always one step behind. They're copycats. They they're not original. Not no, at all. They don't. They, there's nothing original. This is one of the reasons why England will never I'm a coach, do right? as well as they could do. I'm a coach, and the guy that's coaching with me works for um, Fulham. I'm not gonna about you. Know, I'm not gonna bait his name out, guys. Peak, but. He came out, he was like, oh, you know, I always play like this, I always play like this. I'm, I'm listening, because he took charge of one of the games. I'm just there like, are you, is this what you're saying to me? Like, am I hearing this? You're saying play like this, play like this. So when he turned his back, I was saying to the players, like, no, 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 we're not playing like this. <laughs> so does he listen to this? Because you, you no, might he know that he, he, that he, 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 he you also, started muting him now. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't. Cool. Cool. Also, but play like this, what do you mean play like this? Yeah. As in, did you watch Barca? Oh like Jesus! This. To be honest, at least it's not put the tallest person but, up front and but, yeah. hoof it. Oh no, them. he knows better than that. But no, but this is the thing that upsets me because when you see him coaching with his Fulham side, he uh. doesn't play like that. So I don't know why he's bringing that to my team. 
Anyway. <laughs> Two upsides. <laughs> Point B. Tony Pulis, yeah, is just... Yeah, back to Pulis. He's, he's going away from what he's always been good at. Yeah. And you know, it might be different because West Brom haven't always played the most attractive football, but they never played or had always went to a style that was always long ball. Yeah. Or something. I mean, you go back to the teams where when they had that great escape, Kieran Richardson or them lot, they're not long ball players. Um, and now you've got Berrihino, Chris Brunt, people who are actually good on the ball. They've got quality on them. So, yeah, Stoke was different. He had the kind of players he could and do that with and that Stoke, I don't think there's any direct philosophy at the time. So, maybe he's, maybe it's just something at West Brom where he's been told we want to play a style of football and he said, I can do it. I don't know, but it's not looking like a team that Pulis usually um, brings up and if they were 2-0 up at Stoke with him back in the day, they wouldn't lose that 3-2. So, you know, it's, it's weird, but here's where it is. Lukaku was the, f- man, of the goal, man of the match. Goal, guy that got the last goal, which settled the game. It's great perseverance from him. Yeah. But then again, what you said before, when he shows up, he shows up. That's, he's, he's good. He's always been good. Last season, it was just bad. Just, it's just it's so bad. Consistency is the thing with him. But he's, it's this thing with Barkley behind him now. That's what you, that's what you need those two together. So, Barkley behind him, then a 31 wing. Yeah. And, and Whoever. Anybody else in the other way? Cody, it seems. Cody, Mirais, who for some reason he got suspended, wasn't he? Yeah. And oh, um, also I criticized him because when Baines got injured, I said um, they need to find some way to start doing assists because they always been dependent on getting it to the overlapping left yeah. to cross it in. So seeing Delafe, you trying to stay fit now. He's he's being managed the right way and getting games and assisting, and Lukaku also helping with assist as well. It's good, more of a overall team unit and. They're looking alright. Right. Let's get to your segment, Michael. Top bids. Ramirez. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Like, who else? Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Okay. I didn't even get to say the, the, do the intro. Oh, top what bids? Let's, let's top bids. Ramirez. Let's, let's, do let's do it. Let's do it. Top bids. Top bids. What, what bids? Top bids. Yeah. There we go. Who's, who who was it? Okay. There you go. <laughs> Shortest top mid segment of really all time. Was. I didn't have to think about it. Seriously, <laughs> I was watching the game. I saw it go flying top corner. I was like, "Yeah, we actually we all watched it together." Yeah. And, um, yeah. In my house, there's a there's a, a glass door, and Michael literally got up, and pointed in the corner of that glass door. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the ball went. You don't you don't need, you don't need you don't need words. You've got a nice big glass door behind the TV. You just go right to the corner. You point, bam, top bins. It was there. Top bins goes to Ramirez. He won it. He won't score a better goal. Never. <laughs> never. Never, ever. Anyway, let's get to uh, the week, next, this week's fixtures, of course. Uh, predictions, of course. Predictions. Quickly, as we we always try to like wrap up really quickly. Yeah. Before you get to that great, great future. I, I reckon we're going to be a bit stuck on Arsenal May night. We are going to be a bit stuck. Let's yeah, get, let's get before we get there, let's go to Crystal Palace, West Brom. Let's see Brom. how both our teams perform in Europe first before we oh, make that geez. prediction. <laughs> Crystal Palace, West Brom. Uh, Who's at home? Crystal Palace. Palace. I say the team that holds first. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. You know? um, two no Palace. All right, no bad. Um, yeah, two one Palace. Uh, bad City, Newcastle. Bad City at home. Bad City, Newcastle. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Aguero's going to get back no, to you the know, goals not, again. You mate. know, you know, one no, one Newcastle. One no Man City. I was in Newcastle. Bloody hell. Three one nil. Yeah, it'll be they'll they'll. Try and fight and then they'll concede and then, you know. One no Man City. Four no Man City. That sounds more realistic. Sunderland West Ham. Sunderland. West Ham going to win. No, Sunderland are going to win this, man. West Ham are away. Uh, no, I'm sorry, but it's one of those things, man. Sunderland are going to win it 2-1. It's, it's, it's going to annoy me, but Sunderland are going to win it 2-1. Your predictions have been so off, my friend. It's going to be a wrap. If, if it happens, yeah. Remember, you guys were getting at me for Norwich. Fair it? enough, fair enough. Let's go, let's go to Norwich-Leicester. Uh, I haven't even said my West Ham Sunderland one. I thought you did. It's gonna be a wrap. Free, free the West Ham. Oh Christ! Okay, Norwich Leicester. I think Norwich. I think two one Norwich. I got two two. Two two. Oh. Bournemouth Watford. Why no Watford? No no. Oh, Aston Villa Stoke. Two one Stoke. Yeah. Oh, no, two one Villa. Sorry, two one Stoke. Two one Villa. And now we get to the uh, juicy part of this weekend's games: Chelsea Southampton. Uh, Chelsea will sneak it 2-1 two, 3-2 two, two, either way Everton Liverpool 3-2 three, three, either way again 3-1 Everton Swansea Tottenham 
Tottenham 1-0. That's a fantastic game that's going to be. Um, I'm going to go with 2-2. Two, two. And the biggest game this week, Arsenal Manchester United. We choose to be the biggest game of the football in Canada, in England, in the 90s. It's 90s, a shadow. Oh it's shadowing this for myself for that. 4-2 main United. Fuck. Right. Off. I'm being, I'm ding, ding, ding. Round one. I'm being honest, bro. Um, All right. I'm going to go with 3-1 main United. 8-2 Arsenal. You perform, you, you, <laughs> <laughs> you perform how you did against the Olympiacos today. It's going to be very, very upsetting. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Let's get to the table. Top of the league is Manchester United on 16. City drop. Top of the league. And we're playing shit. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we haven't been top of the league since 2013. Fair enough. I get that. I get that. It's a new feeling. Teams that make up the top four or three. Yeah. Mas- I confused myself. Man City, West Ham and uh, Arsenal. Fifth after beating uh, West Brom are uh, Everton. 6th, 7th, 8th and ninth are Tottenham, Crystal Palace, Leicester and Liverpool, rising up the table of course, Southampton in 10th in position, 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th are Swansea, Norwich, Watford and Chelsea, still down there by the way, ridiculous, wonderful, wonderful. Oh, fair enough, West Brom and Bournemouth make 15th and 16th, 17th is Stoke and the bottom three uh, Aston Villa, Newcastle, and Sunderland, which probably will remain that way all the way to the end of the season. Sorry, yeah. North East football. Sorry, indeed. Michael, where can they find us? Okay, they can find us on Twitter at free. I'll just type in free in midfield. Will come up. The number um, uh, at www.freeinmidfield.com. The number. That's the first time I've done that. So effortlessly. See, let's just go. And <laughs> soundcloud.com/slash free in midfield. And the number again, of course. It's been another week of the Free and Midfield podcast. I've been Cahill. Michael's opposed to me. No WWE Championship. On. Oh, I forgot it. You forgot it. Oh, you went to see a, you see a punk shirt, my friend. Yeah, he was champion for 434 consecutive days. <laughs> That's a stat. That, that is, is a stat. You, maybe you should become a new best, stat, man. Best champ- um, best nah, champ- bruv. <laughs> and Darren. Longest winning champion of the modern era for 25 years. That was the dying that chance for Michael to become stat, man. But this is another week of the Free Before Podcast. Good night. Yeah.